Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums. To my right, Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. To my left, Bernie Madison. Good morning, Kyle. Two math professors this morning. You're outnumbered. That's okay. That's okay. Um, And Heim, the reason Dr. Madison is here? Right. So, Bernie, you teach a very interesting new course that is uh, for our uh, liberal arts majors called quantitative reasoning. And um, I think it's very important what you're doing, and we just wanted to have you come in and tell us about it. Well, I'm glad to be here, Tom, because uh, I think the course is important, too. The course is about uh, the way we use numbers and words in the uh, everyday world. Uh, We use uh, newspaper, magazine articles as the source material. So, So everything that we do is something that has come out of the media. Uh, Originally, we called this uh, news math Mm. because uh, we tried it for journalism majors for a couple of semesters. But uh, I think mixing the students from different majors is is more healthy. So what kind of stuff do you cover? Well, we we do uh, the kinds of stuff that appears in the articles. I mean, it's a little difficult to characterize what we cover in as mathematical components because it isn't the math structure of the mathematics that drives the course. It's what we need to do to, to understand these articles. So what I've done is, is sorted into – currently we have nine so-called lessons. Uh, and one is on percent and percent change, which is big, big in every article we read. Uh, and uh, then there's one on indices <coughs> – and measures. Uh, there's one on using numbers, so how people use numbers, how people compare numbers, uh, how they misuse numbers. And then there's, uh, there's, a, there's a, a lesson on uh, linear and exponential growth. Uh, there's one on weather measurements. Uh, there's one on uh, geometric measurements, uh, the area, volume, that sort of thing that comes up. And in, in it's really driven by what we need to do to uh, to understand and critique the articles. It sounds like this is the perfect anecdote to anyone who says, my major doesn't need math. First couple of semesters I wrote, I had the students to write their comments. And one student wrote, says, this course takes off the table once and for all the question of where will I ever need this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they continue to practice it beyond the course. Actually, that's one of the real... um, that's one of the goals that I have is to get students to learn something and to practice something that they will continue to practice beyond the course. Obviously, like you said, for journalists, there's a practical aspect because so many journalists are working either with polls or economic numbers or population percentages, things like that. So, But I imagine for everybody who is a news consumer, understanding these mathematical terms – helps you get a more accurate idea of what's in the news story. Well, it's not just uh, understanding them. It's part of – I mean our our democracy depends on an informed electorate. And so uh, I mean – and all of the political debates and all of the things are now couched in quantitative terms. Quantitative parts of arguments is essential for English majors, for any kind of major – because if they're not effective at using quantitative argument or understanding quantitative argument, they're sort of handicapped. 
you know, many of the one of the criticisms that's sort of implicit in a course like this is, well, the math itself isn't really that sophisticated. It's stuff that they should have learned in many cases in elementary school. What's the? I mean, there's an obvious and strong response to that. And I'll let well, we we tend to judge courses in mathematics based on the level of the mathematics that you're using, and uh, it, it, it. I consider this fairly sophisticated use of elementary mathematics and elementary statistics, and and using mathematics in contexts that are strange to you and complex mm-hmm. uh, is very difficult. And 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 we as mathematicians. Uh, don't do that very well. We 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 do our mathematics. It's it's a nice tidy world that we work in. But when you mess it up with all sorts of contexts that have to do with social social structures and and politics and all mm-hmm. of the things that get mixed in, it becomes fairly complex. Now, the problem with a course like this, or a problem, not the problem, but a problem with a course like this is to is to keeping it integrated and keeping it complex and and not letting it degenerate into the methods. Right. If it de- degenerates to the mathematical methods, then indeed it will be a, a simple course. Actually, I brought in today's paper. Oh, good. And uh, it uh, one, I mean, every day there's some fodder. I guess your students bring in the paper. And uh, one of the things that just sort of, one of the, the headline, and we of course live in Arkansas where Walmart is a very big presence, and it says, Walmart planning for fewer U.S. stores. So that's a headline. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Well, I, I just what little I know from the story too is – Well, you read the story. Yes. But but if you didn't I, read the story, okay. what would it suggest? It, that they're closing stores or something, right? That's I not mean, what it says though. That's not it? at all yeah. what the article's about. They're going to have fewer new stores. Fewer new stores. That's right. So there's fundamentally a lack of precision. They're, the difference between a slowing down of growth and a slowing – like the a, a decline in absolute numbers or a decline in growth – or even the decline in rates of growth are all three different things that very few people – somehow we do a poor job of – Well, as a journalist, I would hope that people would get beyond the headline. Now I know that many people don't. <laughs> well, not math professors. <laughs> We're busy people. I know, but, but, but uh, yeah. But so but, you see that headline. Go that's ahead. not – I mean, the, uh, confusing the rate of change of a quantity with the quantity itself is, is, a, is a real uh, problem. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's done quite often. In fact, I was, one of the articles that we use is an article that appeared in the, the uh, morning news uh, the, about the enrollment increases at the university. Well, I don't know who wrote the headline. Mm-hmm. The person who wrote the story got it right. I mean, he mm-hmm. described exactly what was going on. But the headline said, enrollment rates increase. Uh-huh. Well, it isn't the rates of enrollment increasing. It's the it's the enrollment is increasing. But in fact, that's that's a common uh, it's a common uh, confusion between the the rate and uh, the rate of growth of a of, of quantity and the quantity itself. Now, this is where mathematics becomes really powerful because if we had access to the calculus concepts then I could explain to students very clearly what this means. I mean, one's the graph of the derivative and one's the graph of the, of the quantity. But it has to all be done in and uh, but But we're not, we're not prepared to, deal, to have that structure because the students don't... don't but it impacts our daily you know, political life. The debt and the deficit is a huge example, trillions of dollars on the line. And you see people confusing the two all the time. You know, it would be great as, as many journalists have 
a copy of Strunk and White, you know, mm-hmm. elemental who versus whom, things like that you can refer back to. As someone in his mid-40s, I like to have that math book that, <laughs> you know. Well, know there is a that. math for journalists book. Yeah. Well, there, there is, you go. It, there is one. Uh, it's, uh, I looked at this math for journalists and it was kind of, uh, you know, it was like the ready reckoners of the 19th century. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just a list of do's and don'ts. And, uh, and that's not, of course, where I'm going. Right. I, my, I don't, I'm, don't want a ready reckoner. I, want, uh, I don't want a calculator. Right. I want people to be able thinkers. To, right. to thinkers and to use those things when they need them. I don't want people to memorize stuff. Remembering the, an annuities formula or something like that is not what I want them to do. I mean, uh, it's not it, because they'll forget it. Right. And it's gone. It's just using that formula, using indices, what do they measure, how, 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 what do they tell you, uh, is what I'm trying to get them to, to, to know. And you don't know how well you're doing. I mean, there's no way that you can teach people to be quantitatively literate in one semester. I mean, it, this is a habit of mind, and habits of mind require practice, practice, practice. So... It's not one semester job. It's a lifetime job. I mean, John Dewey said that education should, is not preparation for life. It should be life itself. And, and that's what, that's what I'm, my goal is here, to get students turned on to reasoning and, ad, and adept enough at it that they will continue to do that wherever they go, whatever they read. 